All right. What it do? This is your boy B Hunt, aka the Silent Prophet, along with my co-host Big Country. What's good, people? And this is something for the people. That being said, we're gonna jump right into it as always. Is there and should there be an hierarchy in marriage? Or yes. should we just put like relationships or is this marriage? Well, no, nah, I wouldn't say uh, relationships. I would say marriage. The I'm going to contest say, that later. I'm going to contest that later, okay? Okay. The reason I would say, uh, high, uh, yes, there should be a hierarchy in relationships because... Well, you, it, you said marriage. Yes. And marriage is because of the fact that you have to... Uh, somebody needs to be able to make the firm decision. Everything can't always be a, oh, well, we talk about it. Because if you have two completely separate points of view... Yeah. If you have two separately different points of view, it's not going to work out in your favor. Okay. And one person's going to end up being upset. So at some point in time, somebody needs to make that final decision. That final, hey, this is what we're going to do. Now, I'm not saying you should be absolute. There is no contest. You can't say nothing about what the other person's doing. But yes, majority of the time, I do believe it should be the male. I know that's controversial, and a lot of people are going to be like, oh, that's sexist. But we know as well as everybody else does. For the most part, with the male's mind, is logical. It's not based on motion. Well, these young boys now, you know, they're on Because they're opening the door for that. Yes, they do more motion. So I would say for them, I guess you could go 50-50 on that. Okay. But... In most solid relationships, somebody has to be able to make that firm decision. Mm-hmm. Not based on your feelings, but the facts. This is what it is. This is what, how we need to move. Okay. I agree. With that being said, my reasoning behind it being the male is because typically... I go on sacrifice. Everybody, if you watch my show, if you watched our show, we yeah. should, we know. The one making the larger sacrifice usually is the head. Yes. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Exactly. So the reason that I would make the final decision typically, because don't get me wrong, I also am a firm believer in if you're stronger in this space, then we're going to follow your lead. You know what I'm saying? And like like I said, school activities, my wife is stronger in the scholastic and, and wants to be part of PTA, wants to be, wants to be, she wants to do those things because there's something you want to do and you show major initiative in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Then you tell me what you need. I ensure that you have it and I let you move. Right. So mm-hmm. when it comes to contesting that, I'm not really going to be in a space to be like, no, no, no. But ultimately the decision to allow you to be to head and spe- well, spearhead that Came from me because I could have been like override. Let me stay in, and then and don't get it confused. There are spaces in my daughter's right now, soon to be my son's. You know, scholastic endeavor or school educational endeavor. That hey, I'm gonna have to step in. Like when it comes to once once again, once it comes to fights, yeah. I had more experience, so I'm try, I have to decide whether this is my child trying to be a bully or is this really one of those situations where my child is defending themselves and that should have been somebody who stepped in to prevent this from And I've seen in a lot of points, like even when it comes to fights at school, those things can be taken both ways. Like, 
oh, the mother that babies and coddles their child. My child never does nothing wrong, even when they're the main person doing the wrong. No, no, no. That was because of this, making excuses yeah. for them. Or the mother that doesn't know, hey, this child can't run away from this. No, they have to be able to stand up because if they don't, they're going to keep getting picked on. Right. Picked on. We know where things like that can go. Right. So I could understand that. I definitely can. A lot of people are like, oh, well, you have to deal with the emotion. And I'm like, no. I'm not dealing with the emotion because I understand your emotion, how you feel right now. But those things fleet and fade. Correct. Like you could be mad one minute, happy the next moment. You have a best friend one moment, and we all know the next moment something bad can happen. You don't have that friend no more. Nope. My things are the way I'm teaching you is geared for how you are going to move in this world. Right. And you can't move by your emotions. If you move by your emotions, that's why so many people have heartbreak. That's why a lot of people get what they call catfish juice, and like True. all these bad things. Oh, well, I gave my heart to this person. Well, maybe you gave your heart to the wrong person. Like, from a child standpoint, growing up, the emotional wherewithal to understand who to give your heart to and who not. and Because there's lessons out there that there's no father, I, there's no way as I, I can, as a father can give you a level of experience in it. I can only give you, hey, I'm going to tell you how this going to play out. I got to, as a father, I got to sit back and allow it to play out. So then you have the experience with the, the wisdom. Hey, at some point, some dude going to do this. And that's going to put you in this space. What I need you to do is come back to what I'm saying to you now that you're probably dismissing. And then recognize that, oh, my dad is telling me about something that I'm literally, I'm going through right now. Yeah. And it only serves to strengthen that relationship between the father and the child. It's like, hey, I'm going to tell you, son, when you out there and you're dealing with the cops, it's best to stay cool, calm, collected, and and. Yeah. And navigate that space. Emotion don't take a hold. Don't let. I know you're gonna feel like you're being wronged. I know you're gonna feel like these, these judgments. When you're gonna feel like everything's against you. But even with all those odds stacked against you, I need you to show people that you are above that in order for you to come home. In order for you not to get these these drawn out sentences or or get some judge who can't see you in them. So you know. They gonna they gonna treat you like an outsider, even though you're an American citizen, just like everybody else. Yeah. So, like I said, going back to the topic, the reason why I do feel like there is a hierarchy, and don't get me wrong, I understand that there's multiple ways of hierarchy, and it, and it could also be like a situational hierarchy, right? Because yeah. when you're dealing with boys, granted, I can get my daughter the cheat sheet. I can't really tell you how I feel because I don't know, fam. Yeah. I can tell you how women have told me I, I made them feel. And I can also tell you that sometimes I made them feel a way and it was not intentional. Like I wasn't, I was just moving on my logic and my logic didn't necessarily go alongside their feeling. And that put them in a mental space to where, ooh, I hate men who do this. And I'm like, it was never my intention. I, I didn't move. And I, I'm not a I'm not a villain. It's just I didn't know how that would affect you. You in the learning process. You was trying to learn me. In fact, in, 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 in truth, 
I was also trying to learn myself too. And that's what put us at this at this juncture, at this crossroad. Maybe something you did, I didn't necessarily know would trigger me in this way, and it did. So now I got the experience. Granted, the end result is the end result, and you probably be like, I feel like you should give me a second chance. My logic don't move with the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't giving no second chance. I know that that I didn't know. That was Life a... itself doesn't really give too many chances. Right. So you have to be able to move the correct way. And unfortunately, especially as a male, you can't move by your feelings. Your feelings will betray you anytime Every time. the logic. Every time. Like, they even have old sayings because it's still true. You never lose women chasing money, but you lose a lot of money chasing women. Correct. Logically, it's because those things don't work. Uh -uh. It doesn't work that way. The idea that, oh, I'm going through something. I may care about that woman, but I have to make sure what I'm doing makes sense. Because if I don't do what makes sense, Next thing I know, I lose the woman and I lose my money. Right. Versus, oh, I may just, yeah, yeah. I may just lose the woman. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to lose my woman, but I don't want to lose my money neither. We got to pick one or the other, but we can't lose them both. So when I talk about logical, it's because most men are logical. There are men out here that deal with their emotions and that's fine and cool. It's okay to be emotionally aware, but if right. you walk in your emotions, like they dictate what you do, you're going to lose this game of life. Right. You speak truth. We as men had to understand that logic and, and, and sound thought has to prevail overall. Yeah. There are situations that come about to where we've all been put in a situation where our feelings will be raw because it's a truly unfair situation. And the thing about it is women, I don't feel like they can relate wholeheartedly because the instances in where that's the case is not as frequent as it is, especially for a black man. Right. Yeah. We got it on the economic scale when it comes to just having a crazy name and looking the way we look. We are already put at a deficit, right? True. On top of that, when it comes to women, for the most part, their belief system in us is, hey, all men are dogs, they unworthy, they this, that, and the third, and you got to, one, move through and logically, hey, I got to prove to you that I am who I say I am in order for you to even give me the opportunity. We spend so much time looking for opportunities, and in order to put yourself in a space of opportunity, sometimes you got to go... I may not feel like putting in this work to get this ultimate result, but I know that logically, if I intend to have anything, I got to push through. It's not about what I feel. It's about what I know. I know if I continuously show that I'm here and I'm available and I'm willing to do the work, people generally, generally start to say, well, they'll give you that statement. Well, I'm in the dogs, but he pretty good. You know, it's true. Eventually, you get put in the category like you're the exception to the rule, but then you start to show people through, hey, I'm the exception. Most of the people that, most of the dudes that I hang with, they the exception. It's not, we ain't trying to trick nobody or play nobody. Logically, I understand that if I put forth good good deeds and put out good energy, I'm going to get it back. 
And that when you fold that back into why I feel like the man should be the, the head in, in his household, don't get me wrong. Like I said, a lot of it is situational, right? But for the most part, the household, it comes down to the highest level of sacrifice. A dude separates the feeling. And I know as much as I as a man wish to survive and I wish to thrive and I wish to see my family happy, I also have come to the understanding that sometimes in order for the majority of us to win, one of us got to lose. And I'm somebody who will lose, but I won't quit after after I take a loss. I'll take an L. We, I just we, I gave you the story about the PlayStation. Yeah, I had to take that L. Oh, I'm just saying. I, like in order for my daughter to come back or my son to come back and be like, man, that Christmas when the PlayStation Five dropped, I still had all kinds of stuff sitting up under the tree for yeah. me. There were so many things that I could have did with the money I got off my Christmas bonus. I was like, oh, I could do a lot of different stuff. But I was, uh, in my mind, the first thing. Was, I was like, oh, well, these are the things I could do. But then I'm also thinking about what can I do for my family? Right. Because as a guy, you have to see the bigger picture. Yeah. And the bigger picture don't have a lot of feelings associated with it. Yeah. Right. As a guy, the bigger picture would state, the bigger picture, I want my family to have and have an abundance. Right? True. But the feeling is somebody has to sacrifice. So I got to ultimately put myself in what others would perceive as a deficit because they don't see the grand scheme. It's like at a certain point when you're a male, you get to a point in your life to where you understand it's really not all about me. It's a lot of stuff that I go through and I want to see succeed. It's not me. I'm not here focused on solely me. My daughter was born. I understood from that point on. It's not about me no more. Yeah. Like, like I got somebody else's life in my hand, and I'm gonna make sure they live the best life. The they best can. life they can. It's right. not about we gonna live the best life. No, no, no. My child is gonna live the best life. If I can live the best life with her, that's great. Great. But if somebody gotta give it up, it's gonna be me giving it up. Yeah. And her re- receiving. Right. Just like with my son, with my wife. My entire family, that's the idea. Because I know a lot of people play the semantics, go back and forth when it comes to biblical and not. It's a husband, love your wife as God loved the church and gave himself to the church. So I'm going to sacrifice whatever it takes for my family. Push this dream. That's That's my job. That's what I'm supposed to do. A lot of people don't understand that. This dream is going to go forward one way or another. Right. Whether it's kicking and screaming or, oh, we just walking, skipping, having a good day. But takes. we're still moving forward on this. Right. And wives, give yourself to your husband. Because yeah. the same way you give yourself to the church and ultimately you you reap the rewards. You that We pouring out the blessings. We pouring out the blessings. We pouring out the blessings. We neglecting all the wrong you do. And as long as you repent for what you do effectively take accountability which is another word that women ain't really trying to feel these days but hey i'm not speaking if i'm speaking falsely let's just tell the truth about some of this stuff if you can't sit there and say i messed up that was my mess up why should you be relieved like you can't ever take responsibility because if something happens in this house if the bills don't get paid if somebody break into this house 
that's my job. Right. I, I have to do that. It's not a, oh, well, let me think about doing it one day or not. I can't pass it off to you. No, that's what I have to do. As a man, is responsibility. That is one of the main key points of being a man. Honestly. You have to take responsibility. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't understand that. They really don't. Today, I was talking to my wife about, like, because she was saying, why do you feel this in, in relation to accountability? Mm -hmm. I was like, let's. We've been in this space right here. You understand that trash go out on Mondays and Thursdays, right? You've been sitting here the same way. I wake up, roll over, grunt a little bit, but I get up, I go put the trash and all the bags, collect it all, and take it out to the back. Yeah. I do that faithfully. My father been doing it faithfully for 27 years. I stepped in. I go for you. This is what I do. This is my role. Yeah. I grab the trash. I pack it up. I put it outside. So much so that you've effectively taking it for granted should the trash not go out the first thing you're gonna do is not be like oh well he messed up he made a mistake but you you understand you play by you say he messed up or it's his mistake you've also put the onus on me as well yeah right you ain't gonna just pack it up you're gonna you're gonna be like brian i can't believe you forgot the trash now we got to sit here with the trash yeah for the next few days because you didn't want to take trash out of you forgot to take trash out yeah instead of taking it out yourself right accountability Truth be told, I collect, I made trash, you made trash, mm -hmm. trash needs to be taken out. It's a it's a chore, it's a responsibility for adults. It, by the standard, the westernized view of it has been placed on men. Yeah. But for the most part, if you can sit up and crush a can and throw it in a bag, you should be able to pack that bag up and take that bag outside, just like me. But because you feel like that's one of the perks of being a woman, oh, my man don't want me to sit back and touch nothing nasty. Yeah. Cool. I accept that. However, in the same breath, if I come home and be like, ain't nothing cooked, the first thing you'll be like, you passed all them restaurants at home. You still want me to take accountability yeah. <laughs> in that same breath. So it's but like, you, uh, you can cook too. You can cook too. You find that rationale when it serves you. But mm -hmm. as far the reason why I feel like I've reached and I reached leadership potential is because. When you come to me and complain about the trash not being taken out, I'm not going to be like, well, you could take it out too. Yeah. Be like, you're right, my bad. Yeah. I'm going to own it. Yeah. I messed up. And if I got to go and pack it up, put it in the you back of my car, my car and, and drop it down there and throw it away. Then so that's what I'm going to do. Because that's what I, this gender role has been placed on me and you holding me accountable. Yeah. Now, when I have to drive down here to get this Mickey D's for myself or this McDonald's, I'm going to be like, you ain't going to take no ownership of that. You're going to be like, yeah. Cause you shoulda, you shoulda did for self. Yeah. I was telling my wife. With that hungry. I was telling my wife. First of all, how much time we got? Should yeah. we move on. Let's move on. We'll wrap. I'm gonna say this very short. In fact, I ain't even gonna say this very short. We gonna jump to the next topic. You <laughs> <laughs> start getting, uh, getting Is on it, that little rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it okay <laughs> to have an open relationship? Personally, I feel like. Whatever you and your spouse decide, if that's how y'all going to move or if that's how y'all can keep that thing working, do what you're going to do. But you need to make sure that your spouse is in agreement. I agree with you. I agree wholeheartedly with that. The only thing I tell uh, will tell a lot of people, keep people out your business. True. Because one of the big issues with all these things, mama, grandma, 
old friends want to tell you what they would do and what they should not put up with, what they like and what they don't like. A lot of times we may agree with something. We just don't want other people to know. Right. We just don't want everybody talking about it because of the fact that you know when people start talking, people start inserting themselves into your business, right. telling you what's right, what's wrong, what you should put up with. Right. If you have an open relationship, that's great, that's fine. If that's what you and your spouse side you want to do, that's great, that's fine. Whose business is it except yours and your spouse? What I would say is just because you have an open relationship does not mean you have a public relationship. Okay, it's two different things. Open relationship, what it means is there's a, effectively a door to your relationship and whoever you let walk in and get access to you too has that access. Yeah. That don't mean that the door's a revolving door or the door been ripped off the hinges and it just anybody can effectively be the wind and just blow in here and lay up beside y'all and get all y'all information. Yeah. That ain't how that works. I could give an example. This was probably about maybe three, four years ago. One of my wife's friends, is, I'm on Facebook, and I was in this group. My wife is in the group, but she doesn't really talk in the group. Right. So in the group, they were like, oh, post a picture and let people comment on how you look and all that kind of stuff. So I posted a picture and everything, and then people were commenting on that. And then I'm like, okay, it's cool. Her friend, would, uh, I guess, recently got in the group. So she was like, oh, I can't believe you put this up. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? She was like, oh, well, you know, aren't you married? And I'm like, yes, but everybody knows I'm married. Who knows I'm not married? Oh, well, you know, I don't think your wife would be cool with that. And I'm like, how do you know how my wife feels? You do know my wife's in the group, right? And then I was like, you know what? Here's how we're going to do it. Because you're trying to put me on blast like I'm doing something wrong. But you don't know that my wife's in the group and my wife ain't tripping about me doing this. Right. So I'm like, here's what we're going to do. I'm going uh, to tag her in this. I'm going to let her see. I'm going to let you talk to her. So she, was, uh, so she tagged. Uh, I tagged her in it. And then later on, when my wife woke up that morning, she had told her, and she was like, well, I know he's in this group. I know he does these things. I'm in the group. But even if I had an issue about what my husband was doing, why would I talk to him about this on social media instead of talking to him personally? So then she came back, and she was like, oh, well. I'm sorry, I felt all bad and stuff like that. I'm like, because you don't know the dynamics of what somebody, everything can offend anybody. Right. But if you're not in my relationship, if you're not in this, you don't get it. Like, you can't say, oh, that's offensive. Like, I remember one of my cousins, I ain't gonna say his name because, you know, we, we got issues right now. Oh, but, still. The thing was, I'm like, if I see a beautiful woman, I'm like, yes, I look. I'm not going to disrespect my wife and be like turning my head, ogling with no. her and stuff like that. But if I see a beautiful woman, yes, I'm going to look. Huh. 
Yeah, she's fine. I expect my wife to do the same if she see a dude that she's attracted to. Right. But my cousin, he gradually turns his head a little bit. And the girl he with, at that point in time, pops him in the back of the head. For me, that would be an instant. It's over. It's over. Don't, uh, don't ever put your hands on me because you would never want me to put my hands on you. Right. But that's the dynamics of their relationship. It's the dynamics of mine. Doesn't make them any better or me any better. Right. It's just a, it's a space. And I would be like, hey, just because, like, a, a major issue people have, and the reason why you shouldn't have your relationship out and open to the public, or at least out and open to the public without people understanding that, you need to stay in your lane because we in our own separate car moving where we need to move. Yeah. Right. People have a hard time of understanding that life happens independent of you. Your life and your life and how you move, yes, you are the primary character. Because if you gone, there's no more story to tell or at least your story arc is dead. Yeah. But the fact that I'm my own individual person and I have my own things going on, you have to, as an adult or as a person, be able to allow something to exist without you and your commentary. Yeah. If I tell you how something beneficial or going on great in my life, that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be like, oh, man, well, shoot, if I would have did that, it would have been this. It don't matter. I didn't I didn't ask you for your input or your, just congratulate me for my successes and move on. Don't don't insert yourself. That's why when it comes to your relationship, I'd be like, the less people you have in your relationship, overall, better your relationship going to be. When you only got one person to appease as opposed to the entire world to appease, yeah. it it really it really affects your relationship different like but one one thing i really noticed people are haters yeah people love to hate on somebody how can i mess your stuff up we could be the best at everything everybody happy if somebody could find that one little chink in the armor that's all they're looking for is that one yeah. little ha 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 i got you see you ain't as good as you thought you were right i'm not as great as Y'all think this relationship is. Right. Like, I've had to charge up a lot of people about that. Because I'm like, you think I don't know? You think I'm just out here foolish, just running them up. Oh, well, well if I was, would you not? I'm like, you not her. You not in this relationship. And majority of the time, you providing commentary to a lifestyle that you ain't never been in and ain't going to ever be in. Yeah. Right? So stay when when Pete that turn stay in your lane is for, there for a reason. It make a lot of sense when you get in the, when you get in this position, and I'm not saying like directly this position because you effectively wouldn't be in a position to be with me or be with my wife. Why? Because I'm already in there and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do to maintain that. Yeah. Right. Regardless, if I'm in this, if you ever reach this position, the way that you gonna move. Either I'm going to rock with it or I'm not going to rock with it. And if I don't rock with it, I ain't got nothing to say about it. And if I do rock with it, I'm congratulating you on it. Because, hey, oh, man, you move. You, dude, if, if a dude, one of my homeboys came and was like, man, I got, you know what I'm saying, me and my, and me and my wives, we have an old, I'd be like, oh, that's player, fam. Yeah. If I want to congratulate you, I'm congratulating you. But I'm not going to be sitting up here and inserting myself like, oh, man, I can't believe, I can't. But you know, I can only deal with one woman at a time. I'm not, it's not about me. We already know how I move. Yeah. I'm moving like that. <laughs> when I see how you do it, 
I'm my my ultimate goal is not to interject and and put and put myself in it. I gotta see your situation as ultimately your situation. That's a story arc to where I play a very limited role. If you ask me, my like I was just thinking about for you. You notice old school people had this whole idea: would go home behind closed doors, stay Stay behind behind closed closed doors. doors. Like what I do in this house. It don't matter. That's what we do here. Like, one of the big issues we have now, everybody wants to open it up for interpretation for everyone. Like, yo, it's you treating your life like it is, like, public, like it's, it's public property. It's public domain. Yeah. And you get upset when people start to rewrite your life and tell you how you should have. They, they treat you effectively like, a movie cast, I would have never put her in that role. She don't even fit the description. Mm-hmm. Or, or, oh, it ain't good enough. It ain't man. good enough. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That it's like, he, oh, I, I couldn't share. I couldn't do none of that. I couldn't do none that's of that. That's you. Yeah, that's you. You can't do. Who knows what else somebody is like. You know what? I ain't tripping about it. Right. That's yeah. like with the whole open relationship. It's like, okay, if you okay with that, then be okay with that. It's comes down to what's your range? What's your no? Yeah. And we have to acknowledge that got hard, the, we got to acknowledge that when the, the your part, specifically you, because my range versus your range, two different ranges. And I got to, if I'm going to really rock with you, like I said, I rock with you. I not only got to be accepting of your range, but understand that your range, as far as with your wife and your kids and your household, has absolutely nothing to do with me. Yeah. Like, there's, well, where we operate, this is our space. Man, I got, if you need me, call me. I got you with this. Done. But there's also a range to what you got with your wife that, hey, I'm not going to jump in there. I'm not going to intercede. I'm not going to, if you ask me my opinion, I will give that to you. And you got to understand that everything that I say in relation in relation to your relationship with your wife is a grain of salt. Yeah. You got to be like, yeah, B-Hunt told me this, that, and the third. And at the end of the day, I'm not going to be held accountable and or responsible should that work or not work. So take mine with a grain of salt. If I tell you, man, I wouldn't put up with that. Because this, that, and the third, I don't know the intricacies of how your relationship really rocking, bro. I just know what I see. And I'm going to tell you, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? This, that, and the third. But ultimately, take what you can take from it and the rest of it, throw it away. My opinion means nothing. Only you know what you could put up. Exactly. You know the levels where you're going to go. So with that being said, grain of salt me because I'm not that important. And do what you need to do to either maintain or dissolve your relationship based on whether you wish to maintain and or dissolve your relationship. Oh, and also remember, everybody ain't your friend. Everybody ain't your partner. Shout out. Shout out. (laughs) You know, Mo3. You know what I'm saying? All right. We're about to go into You Won't Believe This, and You Won't Believe This is brought to you by. As always, love to shout out my beautiful wife. Love you, baby. I ask y'all to check out her product lines there's traces like mine yanni like mine and wasted desires wasted desires you could go wasteddesires.com you get waist beads anklets bracelets thigh chains all those different things to make your body glitter and shine um you go on traces like mine traces like mine this is the hair care product for black women 
by a black woman. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of black women always say they don't have things in the store for our hair, for our texture. This is the black woman that's doing it for you. And then Yanni like mine. Yanni like mine. Ladies, if you don't know what your Yanni is, please look it up. It does not clean itself. They're on Facebook. She's on Facebook. She's on Instagram. She's actually on TikTok and all those other things. Check her out. Check her social medias out. Top notch. Tyler Bailey, luxury clothes by a luxury guy. When I say luxury, I do mean luxury. These are high-end products because they go, you know. And he also opened up a custom-type situation. He recently made a Medusa crown. And when I say he made a Medusa crown, we going through the process of designing to to actual producing the product. So if you're going to reach out to him, understand that the prices you pay are for the products you get, okay? Yeah. If you want quality and you want it produced by somebody who's shown and proved that, hey, when I make something and I put my stamp on it, it is not your everyday run-of-the-mill product, then accept what it is, okay? And pay the man what he worth. Your time is your money, and he put a lot of time. And so, that being said, it should reflect in the amount of pay. But don't get it confused. When you get your product, you're going to enjoy your product. Outside of that, my cousin Mike, he was doing a podcast. He's no longer doing that. When he gets back to something, I'm going to show love to that. D-Mac, he's a barber. He cuts hair out here in Dallas. Done deal. Who I want you to pay a great deal of attention to, really keep a close eye on, is us. <laughs> and that is something. The number four, DA People. We on, if there is a podcast network that you prescribe to, whether it be your anchor, your or anchor switched up, whether it be your Stitcher, it don't matter. If you can find it. We're on iTunes, Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Pandora, we're on basically everything. It's universal around here. So if you're looking for us, that's something, the number four, DA People. Now, when you move into the YouTube space, I want you to do something that's going to minimize those search results greatly. Type podcast at the end. So one more time, that is something, the number four, DA people, and throw a podcast at the end. I guarantee you, you're going to find us within those first two to three, you know, results. And voila, you in the game. Like, share, subscribe. And if you are going to give a rating on any of the podcasts and platforms, please give us a five-star rating. If you find yourself at odds or adverse to the message we're putting out, one, stay tuned. Or, in fact, try to come on and give us some form of opposition and state your claim. Outside of that. Oh, yeah. I also want to shout out. I do not know her name, but I will look it up. I was reading on our YouTube. There was one lady that... She was like, I really enjoyed the podcast where we were talking about marriage. Uh -huh. And she was saying that it really helped her think about some things to talk with her fiance before they got married. Okay. And I was like, okay, I definitely want to shout her out. But I do not know her name. I will look it up and let y'all know next time. You're going to have to get on that because, you know what I'm saying, next episode, be ready for that shout out column because you're going to be in there. And gotta show love. Gotta show love. That's what we do. That's what I want people to understand. This, when I say something for the people, it's about the people. We mean it. We want the people to be in the conversation because the people make the show. We don't, just because we went and found a whole bunch of topics and willing to give you a, a, a glimpse into the mind of a man or, or, or have that, that 
thought process put in opposition to a woman and i say opposition because it's just a, really it's just a conversation going back and forth to have you know sharpening the mind and really trying to figure this relationship thing out yeah it's about the people when you leave comments i want you to know we really do read your comments and have something to say if you want to be on the show let us know send an email it's something for the people and i think it's something for the people podcast mm, at gmail at gmail or send it through one of our many social media platforms because we on Facebook, we on your Instagram, we on your TikTok. Reach out. Say something. If you got a topic you want us to dive into because you really want, like you like you said, a male perspective, we want to be that male best friend for you. <laughs> That's the favorite. Like, but with the male best friend that you don't have to worry about. Yeah. I'm a married man. I'm just going to give you this game and I'm going to keep on pushing. Right? And that, when I say male best friend, I can be that male best friend. Old head for you young folk out there, the males who are trying to come up and really seriously contemplating, hey, do I really want to get married? Is this something I really want to do? I'm. We going to give you the real deal. This is what we really go through being married. But also, if you a female and you got that guy and you trying to see if he is the one and what I need to be looking out for, is he... When do I know he really invested in me? When do I know? How do I know if he really going to be the proper father figure to take me forward? That's why we're here. That's our purpose. To help you have better relationships with the people that you finally ultimately want to make your ideal customer. That's why we're here. So, like I said, some for the People podcast, YouTube, and if you want to leave a rating system, please leave us that five-star rating and understand that the statements we make here are from us but it's a gift to you you can take it and or leave it and just like i said with his relationship grain assault us yeah. i'm not sitting here, i'm not gonna sit here and profess to be a relationship guru that ain't what i do i know what works for me i know the special season blends that get mine going and keep it you know tasting and, and moving right vice versa he know the special relationship blend of herbs and spices that he can throw into his relationship to have his chicken Busting, you know what I'm saying? His relationship. This is what you want to have. Is it 27 herbs? 27 herbs spice or 11 herbs spice? It don't matter. Okay, well, it's a lot of herbs. But I think it's because uh, Dr. Pepper. I think they got like 20. Yeah, yeah. So, but KFC for him and KFC for me might be different. He might got a little pinch of garlic. Might have a little pinch of paprika. But it's all good. And understand <laughs> that you, through the conversations we have, are efforts and hopes is that you find the, the the spice blend for your relationship that helps you reach longevity and start putting black men back into these homes and putting black women back with black men or vice versa like let's take the race out putting people together to have long lasting relationships so that some of the number four da people and type podcast you on youtube after 95 years this is what we got to talk about with disney you know what I'm saying? Because this should be pushing longevity like we pushing longevity. But yeah. either way, after 95 years, Disney has officially broken up Mickey and Minnie. And they trash for this. Like, why do you break up Mickey and Minnie Mouse? They've been together longer than anybody's parents. That's real relationship like, goal. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, Mickey and Minnie been around longer than most people been alive, but yet you gonna break them up now? Why? What does that prove? What, it's what just you to keep, it's that? to keep it messy, bro. I'm like, look, 
Goofy and Maribel, we already know that's a real tumultuous relationship because sometimes he claiming her, sometimes he not. Sometimes he really involved in that relationship. Other times he got a son named Max and we don't know where that baby came from. Yeah. Okay? And I was always curious about that one too. Nobody really know, bro. I don't know. But those mysteries and that drama, if you wish to dive into that and really try to peel back the layers to figure it out, then you can. That's a relationship for you. But for all those people like myself, like yourself, who yeah. need to see that even in the cartoon, animated, artificial space, there is a such thing as stability and accountability and, and, and longevity. Like, That's what it is. Don't get me wrong. I understand they try to give this whole idea of inclusion. That's cool sometimes. But why not do it to the newer things coming out instead of trying to change up the old things like Bert and Ernie are gay, um, Spongebob and Patrick are gay. I'm like, don't But it's the whole episode where Spongebob tried to marry Sandy, you know. And that's what I'm saying. What happened to Sandy? I remember Spongebob and Sandy were boyfriend, girlfriend. Trying to shoot their shot. But now all of a sudden, him and Patrick. I'm like, okay. The reason why I bring these things up is like, come on, we don't have to change everything. Yes, we need to make sure there's inclusion. But why do we have to change what is right here? You got to understand that there, we need inclusion without, like, alienation. Right? Yeah. So, by removing the staple that we've already, like, we, we come to understand. Hey, I understand that Sandy Cheeks and SpongeBob typically got a thing going on. Hey, I understand that Mickey and Minnie got a thing. Daisy and Donald, they got a thing. That's what they do. But inclusion would be like, okay, we kept that situation solid. We ain't going to try to remove them in order to insert these other people. You need to, as writers, be creative enough to put people in the space. Yeah. That are so dynamic and so game changing that we as a people or those people who looking for that association to represent them, I rock with them. So it's like I ain't got to break up Mickey and Minnie to have it where you have a person to find or you have a person to lean on and jump into. No, no, no. How we going to do it is Mickey and Minnie still going to be there. But maybe you bring back Mortimer and we don't really fit. We never really figured out how he rocking in that space. And you try to make him somebody. Hey, Mortimer Mouse, we never dove into his relationship side. So now Mortimer Mouse is somebody who's going through a divorce. But he's still sitting up here talking to Mickey Mouse about how he was able to keep his relationship intact long enough to do. And is he going to be that single voice or single person for you? Like, don't get it confused. If you're looking for a person who, who really is afraid of commitment, those people already had somebody. You had Batman, bro. Yeah. Batman had issues. Batman was a hoe out here. He was a womanizer. He talked to a lot of women. Harley Quinn. Um, Harley. If you're a woman, woman, if you are a woman in the Batman universe, Batman has knocked you out. Yeah. That is uh, uh, outside, outside, outside of Amanda Waller. I cannot. Yeah. I cannot think of a female character that Batman hasn't or will not knock off. Yeah. He so far he went into Superman universe and knocked off his girl. <laughs> Batman a real one. Like you already got it. Even if you just like, oh well, we wanna make um relationships where they're more realistic. You have um Who Framed Roger Rabbit where his wife cheated on him. Yeah. 
His wife was cheating on him. So I'm like, you don't have to change everyone's narrative. And that, no, wait, no. We, are we saying that Batman relationship ain't real? Because his relationship profile for the single people out here is because if you ask him who he rocking with, he really do rock with Catwoman. It's not fiction. That was his number one. That's his main. Yeah. If we got to figure out who yeah. his main was, first of all, his occupation was his primary. Okay. Yeah. Outside of what he did, long as you accepted that, hey, I am Batman and I do go out at night and instead of knocking your, blowing your back out, instead of doing that for you, I got to go and be, be bad guys over the head with batarangs. That's what I do. If you want to lay with me, I'm a, I'm a multi-billionaire. We'll, we'll, I'll knock you down in the daytime, but you know, at night, I got to go fight crime. That's what I do. Yeah. Okay, Catwoman understood that to a degree. She like, look, at a certain point, yo, fighting a crime was more important to me, and I had to, I couldn't, I couldn't keep being second place to your job. Yeah, I couldn't keep doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so he like, that's cool. Raz Agu was like, hey, look, I'm gonna tell you, I really want to set up an arranged marriage because there's only one real dude out here. Yeah. Problem is, he got commitment issues. <laughs> okay, so. And they have a baby together. And you got a whole child. She had to to get it. <laughs> but she got a baby. And and that man's so solid. He raised Danny. He, hey, bro, I get it. You know what I'm saying? If it is my kid, which they proved it is your son. Only person going to. She hit him with the uh, boys in the hood. Only person that can teach you how to be a man is your father. Granted, your grandfather puts you in a space where you got hands like a mug. Yeah. You can beat up pretty much anybody in the universe. Yeah, him beat uh, the brace off Blue Beetle. It's just start working. You know what I'm saying? But, but at the same time, your father, and he accepted that child and raised that child and tried to teach him the value. But you notice how with the Batman story, they just added onto it. They didn't change the whole thing about him. Yeah. Like just, that man ain't gonna pop up and be like he got a male love interest somewhere down the line. I'm like, it's not how that works. all I'm saying, and I know there's somebody is like, well, why can't they do it? Because you're changing everything. Like, instead of actually adding on to something or actually coming up with something, you're like, you know what? We're gonna take this staple. Like, you could say Mickey and Minnie were. The staple for a married couple. They've been together forever Ever. and a day. Now, who are you going to say would be the staple for a married couple? When uh, Harley Quinn got her show on HBO. Yeah. People had issue with Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy ultimately ending up together. <laughs> if you read the comics, that's been a thing. Like, yeah. that's not Like, their relationship... <laughs> series they were it's they are known as fluid the only one that is stable in i mess with women i'm a womanizer but at the end of the day i'm a solid dude because if you get have a baby by me baby be a millionaire that's what he said yeah. he's like the poster child for that yeah he ain't switch up batman ain't switched up ever i've been this i'm gonna be this everybody else Catwoman, poison ivy ink uh anybody you can necessarily name yeah. They've been fluid. They've been moving and doing what they're going to do. Joker, he's been staple. Look, if you want if you want to figure out what I'm about, I'm about causing chaos because there's another guy over here who don't want to do it. As long as you can respect my occupation, I am a villain. I am a super yeah. villain. 
Okay? You can respect that and understand that anything that gets in the way of that is a problem. Harley yeah. Quinn had way too much love for the Joker. Because she like... Well, Joker loved him. But Joker was like, hey, I'm about this right here. This is what I want to do. This is what I do. I don't care about all that other stuff above this. This is what I do. So long as you can accept that and rock with me because of that, cool. Mm-hmm. But if you I can't, who I, am. I am who I am. So if it comes down to Batman got to take one of us to jail, I still got to be out here wreaking havoc, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Real talk. <laughs> now, if you talk about toxic relationships, because you t- everybody talks about inclusion now. Joker and Harley Quinn was super toxic. Overly toxic. Man, he set her up so many times. And she always came back. He done done all this stuff. She keep coming back. They fight. They fuss. They get back together. Yeah. Toxic. And they just keep on. It's a revolving dough. And when she. So much so. That that, that relationship has been so tumultuous. It's so, so crazy. That when she finally did come out and say that she's bisexual. Because Let's be real. Harley Quinn is not gay. Y'all understand that, right? No, not to yeah. gay folk, but Harley Quinn is bisexual. That's her lifestyle. Yeah. Her airport's not. It's a fluid. All right. But when she finally did say the reason, like, she gave a real reason as to why she switched up. Joker has been so terrible to me <laughs> to where I ended up with this woman. That's her real, that's not a fictional reason. That's her real reason. And you got. Is it not women out here? I was just about to say that. I'm like, there's so many women out here that now, the only reason you gay is because you're sick of the dudes. You, you, not, the only reason. Stop. We can't say dudes. Okay. you sick of the selection of men that you consistently chose. You couldn't figure out what was in you yeah. that was attracting that these types of men. See, we would say the N-word, but we're trying to get away from we that. Because... That was the first thing that came to mind was like, I, I'm not I'm not going to do that. Because, like, part of me in the past would have been like, it's, let me drop this N-word in there for them. But as I've grown older and I've started to see the differentiation, it's like, no, everybody has their quirks and their kicks and their kinks and their things that they do. And it's not necessarily like you a bad person because it's not done with malice intent. It's just who you are. Yeah. From the from the filters and stuff that are put on your lifestyle or, or things that you've grown up with. It's a lot of men who never seen a stable household where the man and the woman both come in and they work it out all the time. True. They've been grown either they grew up with a father who didn't have or a mother who didn't have anybody that was stable in their situation, right? And then you grown up with men like Chico Bean, he'll tell you. I operate like this because the main thing I wanted for my mother was a stable dude, but it's not like a stable dude that was always in, but just a stable dude that didn't lie to her. Mm. From jump, he going to tell you exactly this is what this is. I do not intend to be in a serious, committed relationship with one person. When you need something, call me. When you, everything that you need outside of 100% commitment to just you, I'll give you. Call me when your car breaks down. I got you. I'll put you on. I'll do for you that way. But if you're looking for a dude, because he was like, I seen too many men mess over my mama in that way. Having her thinking that they going to be the sole provider for just her, and she go over over and leaps and bounds above for them, and turns out it was it was a red herring. It's fictional. Yeah. So he like, as long as you ain't here for that committed part, because like, technically I'm committed to you. I'm just not 
in the way that you are the only one. If you can get over that, and like I said, Batman do the same thing. Yeah. This crime fighting, I'm 100% committed to. I'm, I'm going to die for this. So much mm-hmm. so he got old, had heart problems, and he was like, I need to pass the torch. But, hell, he was old, old. Like, he was dirt old. He was and then was die. like, oh, yeah. And, and then he passed it over to his son, and he didn't even And think about it again. <laughs> Batman is one of the most solid father figures for, for, for deadbeat. I can't even call him deadbeat. Mm-hmm. He one of the most solid father figures you can get. When it comes to accepting responsibility for what he did, he always does. Terry McGinnis, that's your son. I'll raise him. But he didn't James, come with his yep. son, but he raised him as his own. When he, he come to find out. He, when he found out, he's my son. Okay, well, I did my part. I did for him. Yeah. Turn around. Damon Wayne. Hey, that's your son. You sure? Yeah. yeah. All right. Send him to me. I'm going to raise mine. Dick Grayson, you lost your father. I adopted you. Look, yeah. because you in this household and you understand this is what I do. Everybody who here know me. You know what I'm saying? They don't know. He also a prototype for Yeah. It's done behind closed doors. It's closed doors. You Dick Grayson. I'm Bruce Wayne. When I put on this, I'm Batman. If you ask anybody out there in the streets who I am, they don't know. <laughs> when you ask anybody who you are, Dick Grayson, a.k.a. Robin, soon to be Nightwing. Yeah. They don't know who you are, fam. And you got to keep that between us. And that's how we going to... For toxic relationships, he is the healthiest toxic relationship I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm just saying. It's bad we got to say cartoon. Because <laughs> he real, fam. Outside of that, we going into you know what grinds my gears. And... Granted, we've talked about this lady on so many occasions. I really I can't stand her. However, when it comes to being the worst type of toxic I can think of, she fits the mold. Like, she baked the cake and ate that thing. Like, she is the flavor. When when they tell me what's toxic for men, Jada. Mm Mm-hmm. Pinkett, I would, if I was Will, I wouldn't let her put Smith yeah, like, nah, You can't put Smith. You just Jada Pinkett. And don't get me wrong, in her youth, she was super fine. Yeah. She might have trapped me for at least a year or two with her tox- toxicness. I just, like, everything about Jada pisses me off. The high levels. It, it, it would, Jada is somebody who would upset committed men. Anybody who not committed, you can, you can rock with her as she lives. But if you are committed and understand that you got to go home to her and deal with this day in and day out, trying to make this work, she is she she is like the kryptonite to a solid relationship. All right, my bad. Because we can jump. That's why. Jada Pinkett has confirmed, and she's writing a book about it right now. She's doing a tell-all book. You know what I'm saying? Sound real super headish to me, but let's keep going. She's writing a tell-all book to let us know that her and Will Smith haven't been together since 2016. So much so that she was she was surprised and, and, and utterly concerned when he went up there and said, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. She was like, not the fact that she just he just slapped a man. Why did you call me your wife? That's her real grievance. And she went to the show with this dude. Those are the things that piss me off. Is because okay, if that's the, uh, you mean mug your husband like oh you better do something yeah he went there and did something now you're to oh I don't need him to defend I don't need him to defend me I'm like, yeah. I don't understand why he would defend me because I'm not his yeah. wife 
even though we are legally together, we separated since 2016. I got a question. What one thing has she said good about Will? Nothing. Nothing I can... Her say one good thing about Will Smith. She keep on bad. She talked about sex game. Turn like up. her daughter was crying about oh, uh, a whole nother. But when I hear the story though, when I understand you ain't been with him since 2016, I don't know when that letter was wrote. But but for your child or for your child, because she know that you ain't with her father. That's what it is. Keep on. I'm just saying for your child, crying. Uh, 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 begging God to bring Tupac back because well, so mommy what you been crying over the same dude Tupac been dead since what 94 but 93 I, I'm gonna tell you what I really feel like that is and it ain't got nothing to do with her love for Tupac and that. that's fictional she got some dick I don't even think she got that I feel like she cloud chasing. She understand that the one thing that's been stable for the, for the duration of their careers Outside of Will Smith being missed summertime, which is fading fast. It just is what it is. We all get old. Yeah. Tupac has been known and regarded as one of the greatest rappers of all time. So if she can attach herself to that name, she feel like she can go down throughout history as the love interest of Tupac. Right? Okay. So that's, I feel like that's the only reason she keep bringing him up. So it's, oh. Tupac wasn't dealing the drugs. Every time she has an interview, she finds a way to insert Tupac. Right. Uh, 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 your husband wish you uh, well. Apparently, this is your. I, I, I get uh, he ain't your ex husband, but he yo uh, he ain't your actual y'all together. So your separated husband or whatever. Yeah. Wish you happy birthday. You post a video of you and Tupac. Singing summertime. You know what she you know what she gives off the vibe of? That annoyed girl. It's like Tupac, not Tupac, but Will Smith effectively has put himself in the space of like a nerd. And I'm not trying to knock him because yeah. I really feel like on the grounds that Will Smith did stick it out with you and, and we can't sit back and lie like Will Smith wasn't able to pull his pretty much any female he wanted throughout his career. And I'm certain that there's still some women right now that he most likely is knocking off that we'd be like, yeah. dang, you was able to bag her, bro? Yeah. Like I said, from Jada Pika's standpoint, though, and this is, and I say her standpoint because I do feel like this is how she feels. This is not in 100% reflection of how I feel about it because I don't necessarily care, bro. Yeah. She feels like you are the annoying or the pest. You basically her Steve Urkel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you don't want him to go, but you, you're annoyed when you're around. Yeah, you just... Like, she ain't said one nice thing about Nothing you. positive about I'm you. Like, what movie... Uh, and I know somebody will uh, be out there and say, oh, well, girls tripped and all that stuff. I'm like, she sucked in that movie. She really did. She, she ain't... Uh, she pissed on the crowd. That was, And all you knew was her pissing on the crowd and her trying to be... um. Basically a hoe by grapefruit and the dude. That was about it. That's it. I ain't know no punchline, no nothing. No line she didn't drop. It was like, no, nothing of significance. That was fire. Like, no, no. I don't give a crap. And then Jason Lyric, it was it was about you. She was fine. She was fine though. Inkwell, she was fine though. Like, just 
this is the only uh, don't get me wrong. Back in the day, shame she, she was fine. Yes, I give her props. Back in the day, in the nineties, she was bad. Yeah, in the two thousands, last thing I remember she did where I was like she was fine, even though it sucked. Woo. Yeah, she was still fine and woo. Like in woo, I was like, okay, she fine. Like in movie and, but I'm just saying you. Or a C-list actor. You're not even a B-list. You're really a not. You're not. Actress. Like, only thing you're known for is Tupac and Will Smith. So every yeah. time you open your mouth, you gotta say something bad about Will, Will Smith. Yeah. And, and you can bring up Tupac. And, and glorify Tupac. And as if you really had that level of relationship with that man. You Like, look, you had one scene on a different, a different world and in and, and a small video that you do singing parents just don't understand, yeah. back when y'all was in high school, I, I can't really say that y'all had a quality relationship, bro. Like, and I guarantee, had Tupac been alive and 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 it somehow played out the way your daughter envisioned, he would have left you long ago. Yeah. You had one of the most solid dudes in Will Smith. Yeah. And you sit back and you tarnish and trash that man on a consistent basis. And he don't truly deserve that. And then for all you women out there who was talking crazy about Chris Rock and be like, because, you know, she got in the book right now. or She putting out that Chris Rock tried to holler at me. And that's why we're, I'm like, no, stop, stop, stop making this. Stop making this a thing. About. Somehow he's like. Like pining over you or so in, enamored with how you operate and how you move that he can't see past your vagina. Like, no. Only person that was pining over her was August Alcina. And you know why? He was emotionally disturbed when she took advantage of him. Yes. Like, she's manipulative. He was her son's friend. And she even admitted that he was going through emotional issues when he came. To live with them at that right. point. We were time. supposed to help him. Yeah, you, he helped him or you helped yourself to some dick. Yeah. But you helped yourself. Yes, you, did too. you didn't help that man. Now that man over here with blonde. And like, now, I think he turned out as gay now. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I don't know. I The last I heard, and I could be absolutely wrong. If you see that I'm wrong, understand that I am not infallible. I, I am I, very I, human. I hope. But regardless, like I said. But it's just it's just weird because I'm like, I don't know what you benefited. Only thing you keep doing is trying to put yourself in the public eye with trash. With mess. gimmicks. It, it's like everything you could think of. Like, you bashed your man. Like, your man ain't said one well, he ain't even your man no more. Name one th bad thing he said about you. Ain't got nothing, nothing negative to say about you. I really feel like his ability to keep quiet about you and keep pushing is beneficial to you greatly. Because no matter what, he ain't tarnished your name. And then it also shows the strength of his acting capabilities. Why? He can still secure A-list roles even with you as his baggage. And I'm going to say yes. Right now... The book you wrote, the Red Table Talk, that I'm certain you hit him with the Derrick Jackson and forced him on. Yeah. All these things that you do to try to tarnish this man, whole whole thing, 
He's still able to show up and give us the bad boys. He's still able to show up and give us the Suicide Squad. He's still able to show up and do what he's talented at. Yeah. One of the most known, influential um, artists uh, in when it came to acting. acting of all time. Like, when you look at the top five black actors, you have to put Will Smith in there. No, without question. Like, you have to. But, all I'm saying, if you did not marry him, who would you be now? What I want to say is, outside, don't get me wrong, because I got kids, so I understand the value of kids. So, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't go as far as to say I wish he never married you, because you did birth two beautiful kids who trying to move in this space from that relationship. So, it's a positive thing that y'all had. At least y'all was able to keep up the 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 visuals, Fantasy. the fantasies long enough for them two kids to either one in Jaden's case get emancipation, or two in uh Willow's case seek to hey, I'm gonna do my thing and and we're gonna keep on rocking like that. You was able to do that, cool. But now that those kids are grown, effective out of the house, and y'all can stop with the facade and trying to keep up the public image of you know the Alicia Keys version of y'all lifestyle, which is false by all <laughs> by all measures look living your truth write your little book i hope it don't sell because we gonna <laughs> and i say that and i say that honestly i hope it don't sell because the way you trying to trash a man who was down for you and stayed stable for you throughout the entirety of your relationship is god awful when you find people who willing to keep it real with you, and if nothing else, like, hey, if we gonna keep up the lie, let's keep up the lie. Hey, if we gonna if we gonna raise the kids to do this, or you want to keep our visuals public like this or that, like, I'm trying to rock out with you, but you acting like you don't want to accept the terms of the of this fairy tale that you and I both crafted. Yeah. She had an issue with him putting out cameras and stuff to throw a birthday. She was like, that was for you. No, fee. That's so the people can keep up with this lie we've been telling. Because if I don't do nothing for you, being who I am, they're going to be like, Will Smith don't really rock with her like that, especially if I move like this for everybody else that I'm associated with. You notice that people talk about Jada badly, but the worst person to talk about Will Smith is Jada. Yeah. Like, it's like, your, uh, your husband is like, or your ex-husband, whatever you want to call him, He's like, hey, you will never hear anything bad come out of my mouth about her. It's not. Now, only thing come out of people's oh, mouth bad, it all comes out of her mouth. Right. She starts the conversation, and we feel that fire. But I'm, I'm tired of being, a, I'm tired of being a pawn in her little scheme to stay relevant. Yeah. You can go off and pass on the way into obscurity. She would not have uh, the red table talk would be trash if she wouldn't have been Will Smith's wife. Pretty much, like like I said, if you wanna, this is why I don't believe in that hyphenated name name thing. Outside, don't get me confused. For mine, I was like, we should do it because you would have you been Brian Hunter, and I'm like, I double down. You know what I'm saying? But what else? I don't believe in this hyphenated name situation because if you feel like. Pinkin is so important that you can't take on the Smith, then eradicate it. You just be Jada Pinkett. Yeah. And, and I'm just saying, marry your daddy. Marry your daddy. And on top of that, 
if your sole purpose is to try to bring some clarity to this fictional tale that y'all been telling for so long, understand it becomes a point to where if we're both complicit in the lie, the only reason to tell the truth is to clear your conscience. It has nothing to do with the group. So if you sit back and you were, I sat back, I helped you. Craft the lie. Man. Benefited more in this lie, him or her. Is that her only? Like she's the only one who's benefiting from right. this stuff. Don't help him at all. Because it, even if he was married or not married, he'd still be Will Smith. It don't change. Bad Boys Will Smith, Independence Day Will, Will Smith. Smith, man, a pursuit of happiness Will, Will Smith. Smith. Like, he's still going to be him. Everybody, nobody's going to knock him for none of the movies except Wild Wild West. But Even then, I, the fashion sense in Wild Wild West from <laughs> Will Smith. Granted, I'm like, you got a, 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 a night. What good about Wild Wild West was the song. Yeah, the song. Uh, I mean, but. Uh, but if you, if you a black guy who wished to jump into the whole cowboy dress up thing, okay. if you got the Will Smith clothes from Wild Wild West, Especially from that video, yeah. you play them. I don't care what you say. Them circle glasses was putting people on. Granted, we wasn't rocking them then. Yeah. But now, if I decide to go and be like, I want to put some spurs on and be like, hey, bro, give me that Will Smith special in the back, bro. <laughs> Straight from the Wild West. I'm, I want to be out here with the platinum hair singing with sis. Like, I need to move like that. You know what I'm saying? But men in black. Will Smith. Yeah. He has too many accolades for you to be trying to tarnish this man's name. Who if you are you at this Yo, point? Like I'm, I'm gonna just be real. Without Will Smith, we would not know who you are now. Right. Without you, um, being tied to him, if you were just like, oh, let's say 10, 15 years ago, y'all got divorced and moved on, and moved on, or if you really got divorced in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Like, only thing you would be is the ex-wife of Will Smith mm -hmm. and the potential possible love interest of Tupac. Yeah. There would be no solid no because I ain't gonna I can't base any of your accolades on your acting capabilities. This goes back, and I'm gonna if you if you allow, I'm gonna go ahead and close this out with this one. There's a conversation that. Pharrell had with Tyler Creator. I know y'all like that is so far left, but here we go. Let's bring it back. It was a statement about house music. And then he was like, yeah, I like house music as a genre. But regardless, Pharrell was talking about music that can buy you a house. And he was saying the quality of, he's basically referring to the quality of your music. When, every, when these, all these antics you doing overshadow the reason why we tuned into you in the first place, yeah. you need to reevaluate why you're doing this. So from that conversation, Tyler, the creator, turned out, he turned out one of the most amazing albums you're going to find, which is Igor. Then doubled down on that with it, Call Me If You Get Lost. If you have not heard Call Me If You Get Lost, you are lost in the music space. You need to go find yourself, all right? <laughs> well, at least for the, the newer music that's coming out, right? He told him to double, go into why you make great music. Because the great music you make is why people even tuned into what you're trying to do in the first place. And that's your primary mission. I say that to say, Jada, if your primary mission was to be known as some sort of actor, right? Why don't you double down on your Viola Davis? Right? 
Because I don't know nothing about Viola Davis outside of the fact that if I put her in a role, I guarantee you she finna either make me a believer in that person or she finna, t- like, she gonna elevate that role. Why don't you double down your Alger Bassett? Don't get me confused. Her accents be a little off when she doing the Jamaican or African. <laughs> but if you ask, make you feel it. but if you ask me, do I believe or do I consider her A-list? Without question, there is nothing that she's done in her acting career that's going to make me believe that she's not who she says she is. If I got her name on it, I know it's gold. Yeah. Will Smith, because now I'm tying it directly into your relationships. Yeah. If I put Will Smith on it, I don't expect anything subpar unless it's the Wild Wild West. <laughs> so. What I'm going to tell you is, and granted, like, you, you might not, you, I know you don't know nothing about me, nor do you care anything about me. What I will say is this, because I don't feel like enough people are saying this to you that are close to you, that are your friends. Double down in why we checked in in the first place. Now, I'm not going to lie and say that I didn't check in because you was absolutely gorgeous. But regardless of she you being gorgeous no more. She had all that plastic surgery looking like a ghoulish thing out Which, there. in my opinion, I can't say. I'm not, I am not a psychiatrist or somebody who deals with the mind. I do believe a large portion of plastic surgery, especially for women, are either steeped in insecurity or the inability to let go of your height, right? Like, I was considered beautiful. I feel like my face is starting to sag and I can't find the beauty in getting old. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if that's a thing, but in my mind, that's why I feel like you would get it, right? Just like men who would get penis enlargement. You was insecure in the size of your penis, and you felt like, oh, let me get it bigger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, we're jumping back into it. Double down into why you're fans. Because like I said, at this point right now, I can't say I'm a fan. When you did Low Down, Dirty Shame, I was a fan. When you did Inkwell, I was a fan. When you did Jason Lyric, I was a fan. When you did Woo, I, I saluted you. But when you start trashing this man across the across multiple platforms, trying to sell books off this, trying to do... When you had to destroy your house to erect mountains of nothingness... Yeah. That's when I had to check out. You ain't out here trying to be great at nothing except a great disappointment. Stop it. And that's where I'm going to leave it. You got anything, son? All right. This has been another episode of Something for the People. Y'all be easy. Hold it down.